This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Go Pack, right? Go Pack, go. They're a big favorite. I was thinking about the turn of events that's so crazy and how this team is playing for a playoff spot. And if they get ahead of, I mean, the idea that Seattle was going to lose enough for them to catch up seemed like a, just a pipe dream. And Seattle now is taking on water and and plummeting. And like now, it's just assumed they're going to lose at least one the rest of the way. And their last game is against the Rams, which means we may go from rooting adamantly against Seattle to rooting for Seattle <laughs> the last week of the season because <laughs> they might be in a position where they can't catch Detroit and we need them to beat the Rams to help that draft pick. But, man, are they set up. They are set up. And you know what? We were talking about sort of the, the mentality of being a Lions fan, and I, I'm sure there's some people out there that still are skeptical, which is okay. We like to say we try to create a safe space for different opinions. I wonder how many people – we'd be hearing from today going, I knew they were going to blow that game, and I knew they were going to blow this chance that would have called in today had they lost that game. How many people would have just said, guys, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Because it's it's so deep-seated in our DNA in Detroit to expect the Lions to let us down. And I feel like they keep answering the bell. Last Yesterday, they, they didn't play well. I mean, we'll laundry list all the things they need to do better. It's a long list. And they won the game against a team that's battling for the playoffs that doesn't suck, okay? Now, maybe we can make the case that with Zach Wilson at quarterback and no Quentin Williams that they do suck. I don't think they do. Their defense is legit. I mean, I, I had last Thursday and Friday off, but I so I didn't spend as much time, and obviously you didn't hear, because um, I wasn't on the air, but I was like, I'd probably pick the Jets to win this game, and then the Zach Wilson news came out and it felt like everything changed. This, to me, was the scariest game left out of the four games. Yep. You know, I had the Jets winning a close one because the Lions offense isn't, hasn't been that good on the road against a really good defense, right? I mean, the Jets, all right, they have a really good defense. Even without Quinton Williams, they, they you know, they're pretty damn yeah, good. They, yeah, they produce pretty well. 
But the Lions found a way to win. I thought this would be the only hiccup, and they would run the rest of the table. They took care of this hiccup. Not a hiccup. They played not the best game, but they found a way to win when it mattered. They found a way to get the touchdown when it mattered, and they found a way to get a stop at the end when it mattered. Move on. I think they legit can run the table now. Like I said, that was the scariest game to me. Doug, you're right. The Jets had everything to play for. They have a good defense. They're at home. And guess what? It didn't matter. The Lions, because guess I said it two weeks ago. There's no other way to put it. The Lions are a good team. You can't erase the one and six start. That's why this is so amazing. Is this is this the same group of guys right. that have gone six and one? As bad as they were at one and six, they're just as good at six and one. They're a good team. And this is true. The whole nation, the national media is saying it. You don't want to play the Lions right now. <laughs> they're finding a way to win, whether they score thirty points or score twenty points. The Jets were fourth in scoring D, third in total D. They have a good top defense. 10, top 10 in sacks. Very good defense. They didn't have a sack yesterday. I almost felt like the Lions fans were kind of disrespecting the Jets defense the last week when we were talking about this game a little well, bit. Not realizing Friday, right? Yeah, not realizing like that, that defense is legit. Now, the offense had things to work on. That's why they benched Zach Wilson, right? They, they didn't have a running game. They lost uh, Brees Hall. You know, Carter was out. Knight got hurt yesterday. But who cares? That defense was always still there. They could lean on that defense, and the line still found a way. Zach Wilson may, in the end, be a decent quarterback. It's way too early, but it, I mean, it's not trending in the right direction. And if we anything we've learned on patience, if you show some patience with somebody with talent, it can pay dividends. We're watching it happen in front of our own eyes in real time. But yeah, their defense is good, and the Lions had to put together a drive late in the game when they didn't have their fastball, and it worked. All right, let's get to Champ and Chump. Before we get to your phone calls, 248-539-9797. We're going to start with Chump this week <laughs> for a reason. Uh, Chump of the weekend, I'm going with I'm going with Matt Ryan, who is the architect of the largest blown halftime lead in Super Bowl history and is now the architect of the largest blown halftime lead in NFL history. I've always been a Matt Ryan fan, kind of. Not a huge fan, but I've always kind of been a Matt Ryan. My man, that's, that's kind of... Infamous records to Unbelievable. Hold. You think it's just pure coincidence, or he had a huge part in both, you think? Yeah, you're right. I, mean, I, think, just, I think it's, or a little, it's a little of both, of both yeah. but, you know, when that when the pressure is on, it doesn't seem to bring out his best with those big leads. I guess keep chipping away, and it'll pay <laughs> dividends. Who's your chump? My chump is a wide receiver for the Patriots, Jacoby Myers. If you saw the end of the Patriots-Raiders game, he had a lateral from the running back Stevenson and decided to go back and chuck it damn near across field to what he thought was an open Mac Jones, even though the game was tied and there was zero reason to lateral and end up costing them the game because Chandler Jones picked it off essentially and ran it back for a touchdown. Jacoby Myers, what are you doing? All right, let's get to our champ of the weekend. My champ of the weekend is Khalif Raymond. Um, this is a Brad Holmes signing. He's been in six teams over three years. And he's turned into a real player for Detroit, not only in the return game, but as a receiver that Goff said he's done. I had a million reps with him and now trusts him. I mean, Khalif Raymond out of kind of out of nowhere. And the long list of of players that Brad Holmes has pulled off the scrap heap that have been waived by other teams and that are now making plays for Detroit is impressive. And Khalif did it yesterday. And then I loved in the postgame locker room when he said, this isn't about me. This is about we. I love guys like that. So, Khalif Raymond, my champ of the week. No, great champ. I'm a big Khalif guy. Uh, my champ is Jacoby Myers, actually, the same <laughs> as my chump. And the reason is he stood up, took the questions after the game, and he put it all on himself. Even though like when the reporters asked him questions and kind of gave him a path 
to like, hey, it wasn't all your fault. Like, what about Stevenson lateraling you the ball? Jacoby Meyer said, it doesn't matter what he did. That's all on me. I know better. I should have gone down. He took the blame all himself, and I appreciate that. You know, that's that's big of him. So he's also my champ of the week. That that play is going to be used as a coaching tool for why you don't just go like, hey, last play of the game, we got nothing to lose. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and yeah. it's a low percentage play. And uh, because it I believe, backfired. yeah, he got caught up in the moment once the lateral came to him. I think he just lost his mind and said, oh, "Okay, I guess we're going for it, right? Like, yeah. I guess we're just going to keep doing this." And you know what? He took up, uh, took a, took it like a man. Took All right, the there chain. you go, champ and chump. Get your votes in two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Gators out, but Kang is here. Doug Karsh and your phone calls. Let's get back to the phones and go to Mike next. Hi, Mike. Hey, how you doing, Doug? Great. Uh, gang? We're doing great. Thank you. So. Uh, Oh, well, thank you. Uh, uh, oh, my champ has got to be the Detroit Lions as a whole because mm-hmm. with that victory, they made me $5 richer because I pounded the over. Back <laughs> the Enjoy that money, my friend. You can cash your tickets I now. I will, buddy. <laughs> now, my chump is Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? For one week, we could have had the dream of a division championship, and you couldn't hold on to that? Just one week. Well, you're right in that they, I mean, look, the Colts, that is a devastating loss. And Jeff Saturday, any any scintilla of a hope he had of getting the job is probably out the window now. But And the Lions, again, it would have been a scintilla of a hope to win the division, but it would have been hope. And you're right, for one week, one more week, we when could I hang on. that score, I'm thinking if the Lions can do what they're supposed to do, we could be in the division hunt. Nah. No. No. But, no and if, history, that's. You would have to think too, Mike. If if Minnesota not only lost but got blown out, there would have been panic in Minneapolis. Panic. Oh my God, they would have been devastated, emotional damage. Yep. And even though they only needed one more, you know, tie the rest of the way to clinch the division, the fact of the matter is they would have been they would have been worried that they wouldn't be able to get it done. So, Colts worthy chump vote. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Jeff is in Port Huron. What's up, Jeff? How are you guys? Great. Awesome. Love the show. Love everything you guys do. Hey, I want to start with my chump of the week, mm-hmm. and I want to kind of go back. You you kind of you kind of hinted to it a little bit. Uh, we always talk about same old lions. Mm-hmm. This call dropped. Oh, I was I was intrigued where this one was going. Call back. Call back. 248-539-9797. Jim is in Monroe, and he's next. Hi, Jim. Good morning. Hey. Happy and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Hey, listen, I got a couple of little history things. I'm on 1957. I'm 14 sitting at the kitchen table with my dad. Kind of worried because the week before, Ed Meadows took out Bobby Lane. <laughs> So Tobin Rowe comes in and wins a championship for the Lions in 1957. Yep. So you can imagine what kind of fan I've been over the last 60 years. Mm-hmm. But a couple other interesting things. I think people are being misled a little bit about the 33-point uh, comeback. Actually, Houston lost to Buffalo by 40 when they were 41 ahead in a playoff game. But people don't mention that, and I don't understand why, because they keep saying I don't in think NHL it was 40, history. Well, that's not really true. NHL history, it was 41 points that Houston lost when they were ahead 
when they were ahead of Buffalo. Well, it's a halftime thing, and I think that was 32. It was 32 okay. points. It wasn't 41. And the other interesting thing I find is that Frank Wright has a lot to do with all those things. If you remember, when he played for Maryland, they came back from 41 down and won a game. Mm-hmm. And Frank Wright was the quarterback for Buffalo when they came back and won being uh, 41 down. They weren't 41 down, but yes. Um, Who Maryland, was 41 down? Nobody was 41 down. Maryland was down 31 down. Maryland was down by 31, and Buffalo was down by 32. Just looked it up. You gave him a history game? lesson, Doug. Yeah. Yep. In a playoff game? Yep. Yes. Yep. No, but no. Houston was down. <laughs> down by uh, Houston was up, and Buffalo. The came comeback back. was a Houston National Football League down. game. The Buffalo Bills overcame a thirty-five to three deficit. Okay, thirty-five to three to vi- to defeat the visiting Houston Oilers, forty-one thirty-eight. They never even got to forty-one, so they couldn't have been up forty-one. But yes, those were great comebacks. They were fantastic comebacks. Doug, he's trying to give you a lesson. What are you doing? I'm sorry. You think Gator would have took that? I'm not sure he would. I'm not sure he would have made it to the point. That guy's but on yeah, Gator's list. He's no. He's I, look. Those were great comebacks. Fantastic comebacks. And Frank Reich was a part of them. Yeah, the Terrapins were losing thirty-one nothing at the half. Uh, I got to see if that one got past. It was thirty-one nothing at the half. But let's go back and see if it got worse. Um, but they, the Buffalo-Houston game was 32 points. So. It was. I don't know why he keeps trying to say It was 41. 41. You I don't think know. like – They never – see, to be up 41, you have to actually have scored 41, and they finished with 38. So they never even got to 41 points. Was he including the spread? I don't know. <laughs> it's Carson Anderson, 97 won the ticket. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.